You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. 6.02 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Get your feet on the floor. Jumpstart your day with your boys. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How are you? Doing well, man. Doing well. How about, uh, go ahead. No, I'm saying the week's almost over. What is today? The day is. Today is. Friday, Ben. There you go. I was hoping Ed was going to say Friday and I was confused and that we were off after this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How about the Pro Bowl? Ravens, several, several Pro Bowl members. Uh, Kyle Hamilton, his first Pro Bowl. He's going to be a starter. Lamar Jackson, his third Pro Bowl. Um, uh, Tyler Lindenbaum, his first Pro Bowl. Uh, Justin Benavique, his first. Uh, Patrick Queen, his first. Oh, Patrick Queen. Uh, Roquan Smith. His second, he's only his second, and he's going to be a starter. And Justin Tucker, his seventh, and he's a starter as well. He's, you know, he's a starter, he's a kicker, and I'm a backup kicker. There's seven Pro Bowlers for the Baltimore Ravens. Did you expect more, Ed, or that's about right? That's about right. The other they had 12 was just ridiculous. Um, and what year was that? I remember. It was 19, wasn't it? Was that 2019? Yeah, I think, I think that was so. the other Because, right. yeah. I mean, everybody went. Everybody. 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 Um. I'm just surprised Ricard didn't go because he usually had that the fullback advantage. Yeah, it's usually the former Ravens, uh, Juszczyk and uh, Ricard. Yeah. yeah, it's the annual. Um, uh, did they still send that fullback? I, I thought so because I thought they did it last year. I, it just surprised me because he usually is the him or, or Juszczyk or they have the two you know all star fullbacks, Pro Bowl fullbacks. Excuse me. You know the other thing with this is um, as you're looking at the names and the problem that I have sometimes when we break down the Pro Bowl is. You know, when, you, when you're putting someone in, you have to take someone out. And fans here watch their players more than anyone else. So right. you're always going to – the hard part is, like, if you're putting someone in, you have to take someone out, and you have to give me a valid reason why you're taking them out from the people that have watched the league the entire time. But uh-huh. I think most years they get it right. There's a couple times they miss. And then usually, like, if the Ravens or the 49ers go to the Super Bowl, it opens up for all these other cats to go. That's why we had Pro Bowl MVP Tyler Huntley. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in a flag football game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the flag football inaugural flag football MVP. But it's good for them. Um, I'm thinking that you probably have more guys go now that you actually don't play football. They're yeah. gonna play flag again this year, right? I think so. Yeah, I think that's the thing that's gonna move forward, right? Because nobody wants to get hurt in the damn Pro Bowl, even though they're putting in the Olympics. I yeah. guess this is the you know what they're trying to do. By the way, how good would Lamar be at flag football? I can't uh, imagine seriously. <laughs> Because those two skills are they're different. Yeah, and his really, he's got both obviously, but he, they would favor him in flag like nobody's business. Because I know some good guys played football, but they weren't very good at flag. You know, two in touch or anything. Just I got a call to come out of retirement. They I said, did. "Hell no, might mess up my game." That's what I told him. You don't want to mess with your records now. You know, you want to go out on top. I'm not trying to compile. You know, no. I'm not trying to add to it. Like no. my resume speaks for itself. It, huh? it does. You just want to go out on top. Man, you know the resume. <laughs> <laughs> I just bet you Wednesday evening, Ed. I ended up watching a bunch of uh, comedy last night. I don't know why. I just decided, you know what? 
That's what I'm going to do. You felt like laughing. That's I felt like laughing. And it was very little in the world of sports I was interested in. There was almost no hockey. I was like, so I decided I, I watched a Shane Gillis special. I rewatched um, the Chappelle, but I, and then I watched Gillis. And I, I was just it, it funny. Well, yeah. very. So it's like belly laugh, catch, can't catch your breath. Yeah. Tears running out of my eyes. Funny. It was really funny stuff. Jamie Kyle, what you spend, what you do Wednesday? A lot of NBA. Uh, in the afternoon, I was watching some Boardwalk Empire with my wife. Oh, that's classic. Yeah. Classic. She got to some uh, big deaths uh, in this season. So um, I, tell you, I don't want to ruin it for anybody in case they haven't watched the show. You haven't watched Boardwalk Empire by now. Some people are just catching on to the whole like I mean. streaming Max and everything. But. <laughs> But it was uh, it was cool, and just seeing her reaction to some of it, and then uh, you know a little bit of NBA last night is we had I talked about it yesterday some of the craziest totals that I've ever seen, and <laughs> the game I gave out as my free play missed by a half a point, and they missed two free throws down the stretch in the last minute of the game, <laughs> and but it's it's just funny though because we had a Utah game that went to overtime it's like one fifty four to one forty something yeah yeah just went off it was bonkers. Would you agree that Boardwalk Empire is a classic? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like Sopranos, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. If but someone, it's based on real life too, and a lot of aspects of it with real characters. But if someone hasn't has never watched the Sopranos, don't they know how it ends by now? Because it's pop culture. Yeah. So you know what Boardwalk Empire is already. If you've never watched it, you know where how it you know goes. what it is, but you don't know who dies on the show, like the characters. That's what I'm trying to like. Because this season there was a couple of them. My wife was like, "Good God, is there going to be anybody left?" And yeah, there's plenty. Well, hats off to my ladies over there at Rosedale Academy. Got spent yesterday afternoon, late early, late afternoon, early evening at uh, St. Paul School for Girls, picking up out win number 10, 10 and 4 on the year right now. Yeah, Rob yeah. sent me a text yesterday. Uh, what what did I send you back, Rob? Rob sent me, I don't know if I can read it, can I? Oh, yeah. Told me what he, uh, I asked him what the score was, what he won. Said, ran the score up on him. I'm going to go tag R. Long on a few gas pumps in abandoned buildings for you. <laughs> I can't believe you're the guy out here doing all this and setting everything up, man. Now, let me read the real text. <laughs> let me let me read the real text. That's and, what the text said. No, it's not. See, Jeremy, I don't bore Ed with high school basketball scores off air. So I text Jeremy the score. And his, I, resp- I, yeah. his response, Ed, was ran the score up on him. I'll tag R along with a few gas pumps in the band and build yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, well, I did not say that. Well, look. Look, here's what I'll say about this. Because if Rob texted me that he won 70 to 69, I would have still texted back, ran the score up on him. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the score is because I'm just trying to portray even him. Even I know that. Yeah, even I'm just trying to portray him as how I see him, a jerk. What I want to say, I can't say on the air. Because then Rob would go, you're right. I mean, like, that's the one thing that I appreciate about him is that when you call him on something, unless he's passionately dis- disagrees with you, he might look at it and do the Alonzo Morning gift and go, well, damn. I mean, you didn't have to say that, but right. You know? <laughs> it's clever. But, self-aware. Yeah. But, you know, I, I do want to tag R. Long all over town for you because, hey, you, are you into that at all? You like spray painting? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hit, the, yeah. hit the train station. He's a Brooklyn boy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's never spray painted? Actually, I do have a humidor. I, they have these humidors made. Uh, who the hell made them? Whoever makes acid cigars. And they're, they're New York City water towers. And they're all graffiti. They were done by graffiti artists. So I've got two of them that say Brooklyn on them. Oh, really? Yeah, they're actually really cool. Like, they're just little tin water towers. They look just like the ones you see in New York City buildings. And they, they totally graffitied like they used to do. Drew Estate? Yes, Drew Estate. 
Yep. I, I don't remember where it was in Germany, but when we went to Germany, there's an area with like all like this long area that you walk up this hill or like a bunch of steps, and then they have these walls where graffiti artists go out and paint like uh, portraits and landscapes and different things that they want to. It's it was really cool watching them put it together, uh-huh. and then they just like they'll come over. Somebody could have painted something last week, and then they'll come over and just paint over it. Really? Yeah, and then it's this long oh, wall damn. of art. It's it's beautiful, man. It was it was really cool. If you ever go to Germany. Figure out where the hell it is, because I don't know. So, guys, there's <clears throat> some cool New, stuff like that around the world. New Year's Eve, I was with a group of people. And there was a weird, weird tradition that they introduced me to. The weird, One of the weirdest things that I think I've ever heard in my 52, almost 53 now, years. I'm going to talk about that at 630. But on the other side, Isaiah Likely. Can, you, can we all agree that he is uber talented? Yes. Yeah. I mean, incredibly talented. Yes. But what's his future in Baltimore? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Storming the castle with the Big Bad Morning Show on The Fan. Guys that see him practice every day are kind of like, hey, you know, what have you been waiting for? You know, he's been that way since he got here, kind of making those kind of plays. But, yeah, just the experience, the game-playing experience, I think, has really kind of has gotten to the point where he's been able to take it, take that, get the confidence out there and say, hey, I can really do this in big games. He's been he's been great. You see, that I don't get that. John Harbaugh says the guys in practice have said, what have you been waiting for? You know what he's been waiting for? An opportunity. That's what he's been waiting for. How many targets does he get when Mark Andrews is in the game? How many plays does he is he – on the field when Mark Andrews was in the game. And I'm not saying get rid of Mark Andrews. That would be insane. I'm saying here's, here's a suggestion. 
How about use both of them? How about put both of them on the field and figure yeah. out who the hell you're going to go- cover? Well, I think in this league, a lot of teams are going away from the personnel with two tight ends. Okay, they just so in this league, how many teams have Andrews and Likely? Uh, uh, fair enough. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like from a personnel standpoint, like it being either or now. I thought it was different under Greg Roman, but I think it has more to do with the scheme and what they're running. Change the scheme, but I, to I, your I personnel. Said, yeah. Can you split Mark Andrews mm-hmm. out wide? Can you split Likely? You out I think wide? you can split Likely out wide. He did it in college. Yeah. They've done it with both of them. But Jer- both of them, one of those guys is going to take up a slot spot if you're yeah. splitting them out usually. Jeremy, I hated the three-point shot as a basketball coach. I hated it. It wasn't part of my offense. Then one day a girl named Tiffany Lath walked into my gym who could who was in range when she walked in the gym. <laughs> my philosophy changed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying, I can't say to her, well, you can't shoot the three. Why? Because that's not my philosophy. Well, that's what you do better than everybody else. So you shoot the three. I don't care what their philosophy is. I don't care what the rest of the league does, Ed. When you have these two, you you go against the grain and you use them. Like the Ravens haven't done that before. Have you ever heard of 2019? They went against the grain before. Why not do it now? Well, that's what I mean. It's like they run they run an offense that's pretty much different than everybody else anyway. Who's the number one seed? So I don't need to emulate other teams. Yeah. So here, Joe, what was I know um, mm-hmm. he was talking about them running 12 personnel, which is one running back, two tight ends. Right. Uh, fifth lowest in the league at 10%. <gasps> yeah. And you have Isaac. That's my point. They're fifth lowest in the league. So even in a league where, Jeremy, you're saying they doesn't trend that way, they're one of the worst. Adam, you have Isaiah. So, so for the guys to ask Isaiah Likely, Ed, where you've been all year, my response would be, I don't know, ask the coaches. Yeah, because you run twelve personnel less than everybody except four other teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can't well, catch hold on, it. Hold on, I was wrong on that. Okay, that's only on first down. Hmm. I got to go deeper on this. Okay, Joe, go deeper, go please. Deeper. Oh, deeper, please. Oh, oh please God. don't do that. <laughs> Sorry, I pulled a stone right there. <laughs> yeah, oh. but even still, man, I mean, it's, now you're getting predictable. I just, I just, you got to use this guy. If not, he's wasted away. Why would I want to resign here if you're not using me? And I know I, I have immense talent, Jeremy. Yeah. Well, and that's it becomes a problem when you see someone like we talk about this all the time. A player goes down, somebody takes his place and plays really well. You know, getting Wally pipped, if you will. But mm-hmm. like, this is different because you, even though they play the same position, this isn't like quarterback where you can only have one on the field. You know, it's you right. you, you can put two, you can put three. Yeah, you, know, I, you can. I don't want Mark Andrews Wally pipped. I want Mark Andrews in there with this cat well, because that that makes this offense spectacular. We put both of these guys. He can't on cover field. everybody. He can't. How do you how do you guys feel about the narrative that some people are going with that? And I, I I'll give you a couple different instances. We talked about this with Ken McCusick, but. Now that Mark Andrews went down, you saw Isaiah Likely. You don't need Mark Andrews. First off, I know you kind of touched on it. You're not saying that. Do you feel that way at all, Ed? What was the question? Because you saw how Likely's playing right now, that you yeah. don't need Mark Andrews. Like, there oh, are people that say, not. trade him. Uh, we can, we trade can get- Andrews? Yeah. There are people online that are saying that now because Likely's played so well. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. The other thing, though, almost like James J. Braddock when he broke his right hand and he had to – he only could use his left hand. I do think this is going to make Lamar an even better quarterback that you don't have to look for uh, Andrews when you're in trouble. Like he's he's. I think that's why he's done this since he got hurt, where he's so, hitting everybody. I've I never seen him spread the ball around like this. I think I think even better still, maybe the offensive coordinator will say, you know, maybe I got to get this kid on the field a little bit more. Maybe this is a blessing in disguise because you haven't lost games since he since he left. No, to me this doesn't this doesn't devalue Mark Andrews. That's silly to say this devalues Mark Andrews is ridiculous. To me, 
This puts a different spin on your offense. Why do you got to get rid of one guy because the other guy's so talented? They're not, they're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get it either. I mean, you, no, you struck way, gold here. I mean, that's no, I not know. happening. But. but it's like, how many other teams? Look at the teams with premier tight ends. Do they have two like this? Do the Chiefs? Do the, do the 49ers? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Use both of these cats, man. Well, the, They had the potential to be what the Patriots wanted. Yeah. Back with Hernandez and yeah. uh, Gronk. Well, the Patriots had that until he murdered people. Um, but well, he, they still had it when before. he was murdered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did, and then then yeah. that kind of faded. But like the other point of this, too, is that, and what I'm saying about Lamar is that with Mark Andrews not being there, now you're forced to rely on the other guys. Yeah. And you can see, if you're making the right plays, going through the right reads, I think it makes you better as a quarterback. So yep. when Andrews comes back... I think he's going to be even better. And the other thing that we should be like tipping our cap to, we all said it at the beginning of the year when Odell came in, like if you're not getting your touches throughout the year, Bateman was upset in the beginning, I think because he was open and he wasn't getting hit um, uh, with the ball, that is. And you look at none of these guys have really come out and bitched about anything. Like Odell said, this is the best team he's ever played on. He's yeah. not getting the targets he would get anywhere else. And I know he's at the back end of his career. But for me, that's a big concern because wide receivers are divas. To, to some extent, to a degree, they want the ball because they think they're open all the time. I think Odell Beckham Jr. Ed, is taking a place where he's watching these cats grow around him. You know what I mean? He's looking at, you know, I remember when I was this guy right here. Come here, let me talk to you about something. You know what I mean? I think he's he's kind of become that guy. He's the guy that we talked about last week that when he's no longer who he was before, can he be in your locker room? He's proven to be the guy that with diminishing skills can still be in your locker room. And his diminished skills are pretty, still pretty damn good. Yes. Well, I, so. I say diminished productivity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got a guy I don't want to doubt his skills. He might be listed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> skills are fine. Um, but you talk about, you know, he's got a ring. He's a pro ball, all pro. I mean, he's, he's done everything in this league. Um, offensive rookie of the year. And now he's in your locker room mentoring the younger guys. Exactly. So, I mean, that's who you want. It goes back to what Jeremy said, but what Jeremy said, it wasn't true. His resume speaks for itself. Let's go to Baltimore and get Chris. What's up, Chris? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you for calling. I, I feel sorry for Charlie Kolar because it seemed like this is the second time that, who was it, Eric DeConsa picked two tight ends and the second one always get, get, get is it all bought out? So he's, I guess he's like what Hayden Hurst should have been when Mark Andrews was there. Who's that? Kolar? Uh, 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 likely. Oh, likely. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. So he's that hybrid. You could put him in a slot, wide receiver, whatever. But the question he's is. Exactly is that, what, he's exactly what he was supposed to be because he was that at the University of South Carolina when he drafted him in the first round. The question is, this is his, what, his second year? So do you give him a contract his third year? You offer him a contract his third year? Nope. I'll offer him a contract until I have to because I – or put it this way. Don't make him a restricted – he'll be a restricted Chris, let me, let me say this. I don't know who else is on the books for next year. Yeah, the, all of that goes into play. You start paying people more and you owe other people, you may not be in a position where you can do that and, next year. And, and by the way, this is chess, not checkers, too. So you want to have a tight end in place in case you need to move off of Mark Andrews. Remember, this isn't something like – this is a business. The, the Saints had to move off of Jimmy Graham when he led the league in touchdown passes. They traded him to Seattle because they knew they couldn't afford to keep him right. and they needed a center. Right. So they made that move. Teams do this all the time when it comes down to it. So it's nice to have, you know, the meat lovers in the trunk when they won't turn the fryer on at the restaurant. That's what you got with Isaiah Likely. So this is, is a six year this is a six year for Andrew. So by the time the contract's over, you're number well, eight. 
But I'm saying that's no, no, what, I'm just saying possibility. That'll be year number eight. Maybe, maybe not. That's ultimately when you're going to start making decisions. Sometimes a guy's too important to the team and what you're doing, and we could find out that that's actually the case with, with Andrews. Um, but sometimes these are business decisions. Like, I'm sure the Ravens want Mark Andrews to stay here and retire as a Raven yeah. and be his whole career, but we don't know what that's going to look like. So you don't pay likely now. You wait until that contract comes up, mm-hmm. and then you, you, you can put a tag on him if you feel like he's that valuable. And one thing we know about Eric DaCosta, he doesn't fall in love. Yeah. I mean, if you got to walk, you got to walk. Well, we've learned that. He doesn't fall in love, but I don't, but I'm with you. I think they, the, the goal is to have both of these guys. Yes. Um, tail of the tape at 7 o'clock, comparing 2019 to 2023's teams, but on the other side, one of the weirdest traditions that I think I've ever heard in my entire life. It what surprised me was you two guys never heard of this. Also, go look at some other strange traditions up next <laughs> on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. By the way, you know I went to his concert late in the summer. Mm-hmm. How that man it? can still put on the show, man. Absolutely. Unbelievable. There's certain guys, like, I don't, there's probably about three or four Billy Joel songs that I listened to growing up, but in concert, he's a he's an experience. Yeah, Michael Bolton's another one. I love the whole catalog. Who? Michael Bolton. Love the whole catalog. Michael yeah. Bolton and Billy Joel aren't in the same category. They're not? They're both singers. Yeah. So is Dion Warren. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bolt. William Joel. A younger man would understand what you're referencing, Jeremy. I understand what he's referencing. Office Michael Bolton. Yeah. Ed? Anyway. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> Love the whole catalog. <laughs> now, New Year's Eve. Mm-mm. I was out and about with some friends. This is before I went to my my ultimate destination. She had some time with some friends, last day of the year. And uh, they talked about their kids. And one of the traditions that was passed along, and it, get me, don't get me wrong, when I say kids, my daughter is 23. I still call her my kid. Yeah. So you're talking about older kids. Mine are 21 and 20. Right. So. You still call them your kid. Jack is still your kid. Yes. yes. All right. So we're talking about older kids. I'm not talking about, you know, 14, 15 year olds. So one mom made the comment, guys, he had his cake. And all and, and everybody around me is laughing. Like, really? Oh, okay. And I'm like, was well, his birthday? And I'm smiling, and they turned and looked at me like the needle on a record scratched. I said, no. I said, what are we talking about here? 
evidently having this cake, Joe, maybe you've heard of this before, is a sign for a young man losing his virginity. But it's not just a symbol. They actually give him a cake. I've never heard of this in my entire life. I thought it was WPS, and I get here, you two guys never heard of it. Mm -mm. And what do they write on that cake? I don't know. I didn't ask that. Put a taco on top of it? (laughs) Something like that? But what made it awkward is that we were talking about this, and the young man showed up maybe 30 minutes later along with the girl. So I'm thinking, this is awkward. (laughs) I've never heard of this. And what if you're you're like, you're a late bloomer or something? What is, it's bad on both ends. Like I was like fourteen, so what did it, should everybody she was know? Like Twenty four. Yeah, no, she, was she baked. Did your cake. teacher get to eat any of that cake? <laughs> she. Was. Oh, you didn't lose your virginity to your teacher. What was it? Your babysitter. You probably lost your virginity when you were like nine. When did you? Seriously, honestly, fourteen. When, ah, you liar. <laughs> but this is so weird. So, like, the first time you pop off by yourself, do you get a cupcake? Like, how's this work? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you tell anybody that? <laughs> hey, guess what I just did? <laughs> ah, it's like, what Take is it a tasty cake. I, I've never heard you. So you've ne- Joe, have you ever heard of this before in your life? Never once ever heard of someone doing this. But then, Congrats on the sex. Like, I don't understand. Yesterday, I Googled it. And remember, it, Jeremy, it's a thing. It is. I Googled it because I, I didn't Google it before. I said, let me bring this to work. And I Googled it. So either we're like not cool. None of us are like. Or it's just a bunch of weird people walking around. You get to a certain point in your life. I remember when people were talking about where they called push presents for women that gave birth or whatever, that you would give them a present. Um, uh, the, the, the sherbet. You get one of those. The sherbet, I, the, I, yeah, the one push, pops. push pops, the Flintstone push pop. <laughs> um, and then also women that celebrate their divorce, which I, I get that, but that was kind of a weird thing. You get a cake and you have a party about your divorce. It's supposed to be a sad time and then you turn it into a happy time. Well, it depends on why you got divorced. I got you. But like this seems, hey, yeah, I just lost sex. my virginity. Yeah. yeah. Here's you, a cake. And you give it to the guy. It's kind of like Easter. Hey, guess what? Here's a bunny with chocolate eggs. What? How did those things come together? Like, it doesn't even make sense. It symbolizes the resurrection. Chocolate and eggs and a bunny? <laughs> like, whatever, man. But, like, there are some weird traditions in this world. Yeah. There, are. Oh, there are some. I mean, you're from New York, and it's like a melting pot. I'm sure you've seen some hella celebrations or traditions, I should say. There's some really gruesome traditions I've seen from different cultures. Give me one. Well. Can you? Yeah, okay, just quickly. I, people from um, sort of Southeast Asian country, I'm trying to remember. Cambodia. No, Cambodia. Anyway, Thailand. It's a big population of in Queens. And um, if the wife was unfaithful, they'd immolate her, which means they just set her on fire. What? We would have to investigate it. Yeah. That's not Laos, is it? No, it'll come to me. I, what? But anyway, there's some weird tradition. And what? then there's all there's others I, I looked at what? You would have had the, like, what about the Hasidic Jews in, in New York, too, right? Don't they have their own section? And they, like, they do things completely different, right? Very different. Yeah. Very different. But that's more, that's more religious. Because okay. like, I know we yeah. had, when I was a young cop, like, the things like during the high holy days for the, the, the Jewish population in the Hasidic areas, we had to turn the lights on at home. They would have us on foot posts. And when they got home, we would have to actually open the door, because they considered that work. You know, I do work on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't even turn the light switch on. So all these crazy things. But I was looking. There's one in, in Thailand I thought you'd like. Go ahead. The last Sunday of November, mm-hmm. they have a, a celebration. There's a big banquet laid out. Um, it's a feast. It's the last Sunday of November. But it's not for humans. It's for the thousand macaques. Oh, macaques. Yeah. They get to. 
Yeah. Oh, nice. They're supposed to bring good luck to the area. So what they do. Is, is, wait a minute. Hold on. I'll stay. <laughs> Macaque brings good. Well, hold on. What does Macaque do? It brings what? Good luck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they're yeah. monkeys for people that don't know. They're little small monkeys. So what oh they do is there's performers who would dance, they dance in monkey costumes and they have these towers of fruit and vegetables that the monkeys climb on and eat. And it's a big party for the monkeys. I, I did a story in the world of stupid about people that dig up the dead and they have a celebration with them. Like they dig up the dead bodies, like people that and well, parade them around. T- I wish I could remember where this was. I could probably Google it. This, but, well, you can find it. I found some weird, like in Denmark, if you're 25 years old on Valentine's Day, uh-huh. your friends and family, they douse you with cinnamon. They, they wet you, they splash you with water and throw cinnamon at you. I have no idea. Why? I, I don't know what this tradition is, but there is one where people put infants on a mattress and a man dressed as a devil runs across the mattress and you see which one of the infants jumps higher. That's the one went. What? Yeah. Well, there's one in India where they throw infants out a window. No. They have, if you get married in this temple, a 50-foot high temple in India... You return with your baby and throw them from the top onto like a little, like a cloth held by Muslims and Hindus at the bottom. Some of these traditions are really interesting to me. And I know some stem off of religion and how you were raised, the area. Um, but man, some of it's just so crazy to think about. We only had one in West Virginia that your first kiss had to be a relative. Um, and your last. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm. A cake for when you have sex. Yeah. Do you eat that cake by the ocean? Do you get anything else? Like, do you get a pie when your first time when you... A pie would be more fitting. It, you know what? It would be. <laughs> but I didn't eat the pie. Well, <laughs> I want to hear from you all some weird traditions. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. You know, somewhere in Central Asia, is still a tradition of bride kidnapping. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff is ridiculous. What about in um, in African cultures where they come in and they, or it's not just African cultures, but it's, I think it's out, uh, or like east, I guess of us, you'd say, and other cultures over there where they, they actually go into the room when they're having sex on their wedding night. Who like does? Like you're surrounded by, I'll, I'll take it people. Up. I thought I, everybody did that. Oh. I thought it was a show. i the camera, yeah. <laughs> Do you all, is it part of your tradition where at your wedding, before you go down the aisle, you jump the broom? No. Yeah. The hell's that? Yeah, 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 no. yeah we jump the broom. For what? Never heard that saying. You never heard it, you, Jeremy? You, you, no, I've never heard that at all. It's like that's what it was a slave tradition. Yeah, you jump the broom. They would literally jump the broom. We had, we literally what? had an African wedding. We I, we didn't wear tuxedos. What does jump the broom mean? What are you actually doing? Get to the other side. You, you know, just you put know. a broom on the ground and yeah, jump you over. Jump the broom. Okay. You, you both you hey, arm in arm. You jump the broom. You seen the, the Jewish weddings? They study, they break the glass. Yeah. Yeah. And Greeks they throw plates. I want to hear from you, 410-583-1057. That's the number. Weird traditions, in my opinion, nothing can top the cake and the rigidity. And that, that's just weird. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show. Yeah, some could top it right here on the fan. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show right here on the fan. What day is it at? Friday, babe. For those of you just tuning in, uh, I was introduced on Sunday night to a tradition of when a male loses his rigidity, his friends buy him a cake. Never heard of that tradition in my life, we're talking about some weird traditions. Uh, guys, I, I kind of glossed over this bride kidnapping. This is, uh, I read the whole thing. This is weird. Really weird. What's that country again, Ed? Kyrgyzstan. Uh, Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan is in Central Asia, Central Asia Republic. Um, you know the whole courtship of marriage? Mm-hmm. See, I thought it was, I propose to you on our wedding day somebody kidnaps you, which is bad in and of itself. But this tradition is even worse Women are t- typically taken from the streets, 
forcefully put into a getaway car driven to the family home of the hopeful bride-to-be. The family then detains the prospective bride and tries everything in their power to convince her to marry their male suitor relative. That's crazy. So I see you on the street. I force you into a getaway car and take you to my family, and they try to convince you to marry me. I'm reading more and more of these weird traditions. I got one from Jill, uh, who's Jewish, and said that, like, in the Jewish culture, that she that, sent you this. Yeah, she sent me this, saying that when they visit a cemetery, that they go somewhere else after they visit the cemetery before they go home, so the evil spirits don't follow them home. But I don't like. Could what? the evil spirits wait while you fill up your gas tank? Man, man, come on, hurry up! I gotta get to your house. And I just read about an. Go ahead. You want? Go back. Go back. Go back. So they leave the cemetery. So don't come to my house. I got Jewish <laughs> friends now. I'm glad you told me that. I'm not letting them come to my house at the at the funerals. I mean, depending on how far you want to go with this, how about some of the Amazonian tribes where they have there's a, a ritual that they have mm-hmm. where you have to prove, I guess, your your strength and your toughness by wearing bullet ant gloves. So they're gloves filled with bullet ants, and you wear those to show like how strong you are in this Brazilian Amazon tribe. I'm just reading about this, and if you like, I've never been bit by a bullet ant, but I've heard how painful that is. Ants are very painful. Yeah, yeah. it was called a bullet ant. I mean, <laughs> those kind of ants. There's a ton of them in Florida. You step on one of those little hills. By the way, let me let me let me cover this because I'm getting a lot of inquiries about this. The young man's mom did not bake the cake. His friends got him a cake. I don't know whether they baked it or not. They got him a cake. It's just mom knew the tradition. When he brought the cake home, she knew what the tradition was. She did. Yes. I've never heard of this. I guess you go to the most erotic bakeries, it'd be funny. Yeah. Those. Th- my, I remember, I don't know if I should admit this. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. As a kid, my mom made the sexy candy, like candy she penises. Did. And, you told us that before, off yeah, air. Yeah, off air. So now I'm telling it on the air, but my mom used to sell like candy. She would make it. She had the, oh. like I'd walk into the kitchen and there'd yeah. be like, um, what would you call it? A template she, or she had a mold? A she mold. Had a, she made a mold in chocolate, didn't she? Well, those were bigger, so she, those cost more. She didn't, she didn't make. She didn't make any white chocolate. Was she all? No, chocolate. nobody likes to eat white. Chocolate. You should have known. <laughs> you should have known then. Hey, you watch yourself. My mom, when well, she's not listening, she's sleeping. She's she's an angel though. I know she is. You better watch yourself. I didn't say nothing. Anyway, I, I said I know your mom's an angel. I didn't. Uh, just don't talk about her. <laughs> I'll take this back to fifth grade. <laughs> you can say whatever you want about me. Don't talk about my mama. Okay, I won't. But, uh, but no, like some of the- I'll I, text her to apologize. <laughs> Why is Ed texting her? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Joe, are you texting her too? <laughs> She's a lovely lady. Yes. I'm going to go to um, that cabin. But no, she used to make like candy wieners and stuff. <laughs> And it was kind of weird because when you're in the house and you wanted something sweet, and you're like, <laughs> did you, did you, did you, did you, <laughs> let me tell you, would you break it? <laughs> the more you talk, it, you, you come into sharp reliefs every day. Yeah. Like, I learn more about you every day and I totally, now I get why you are the way you are. Did you, was it on a stick? Yeah. <laughs> did you grab the stick? <laughs> <laughs> the Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. <laughs> hey, hey. By the way, who showed you the Marlon Brando stuff? You did. <laughs> who finds that? Oh boy, I was sent that a long time ago. I, that looks like Marlon Brando having the best time of his life. Why are his eyes? Cl- oh, what is that? Oh, he. Lo- oh, okay. Maybe that's one of your mom's candies. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That wasn't my his old did, candy. My mom didn't make candy that big. So, um, so you know, let me get it straight. Yeah. As how old were you? Oh, I was a kid. I mean, anywhere from eight 
years old on to my teen years, I'd say mm. she was making it. Yeah, all kinds. Like, I'd see these molds, and I'd look up. I didn't even know what that one. What is that? Is that an alien? No, it's a vagina. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> Chocolate bee holes. Yeah, all kinds of things. Bulldog oh, eating mayonnaise. Yeah. We need to, we need to uh, give him some counseling. I, aid. I still don't get this he cake won't go. thing. So the, the friends make the cake for him? That's what I was told. Well, buy it. Uh, yeah, they gave it to make it. They gave him a cake. Oh, they buy. Okay, they I don't know if they I'm made it or bought it. They made it. They gave him a cake that are in high school. A lot of people lose their virginity in high school or shortly after. Um, except uh, Ed, that was during high school that he lost his virginity. Pre K. Like, yeah, in in the classroom with the teacher, <laughs> but uh, with two different teachers. Jesus Christ! What kind of life have you lived? I can't Who's even live talking? like yours. Well, I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> Penis mode. It is kind of crazy to think that if that is true, like four it's years true. later, Ed would be the one arresting those people for doing that. <laughs> Get out on the Actually, floor. Actually, it was only two years later. Oh my Graduate God. 18, I was a cop at 20. <laughs> Did you go arrest her? <laughs> I handcuffed her. Oh, oh my God. That's oh a plead the fifth kind of thing. <laughs> But the, the cake thing to me is still strange. Like, I, I'm looking at uh, some of the list of different things that, that groups do. Like, you've got, like, the, the cheese, uh, Cooper Hill cheese rolling, which is kind of a weird tradition with people running down a hill. Like, there's all kinds of... Um, there's a lot of food things. Yes. Um, that you can go, like, baby jumping in Spain is one. An unusual tradition called El Colocho takes place each year. Men dress as devils, run through the streets, and jump over babies laid out on mattresses. That's what you were talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. So this was something that, I guess it started in Spain. The Nagoro Doll Village in Japan, in the remote village of Nagoro, Japan, a local artist named Ayana Tsukimi has created a peculiar and eerie sight. She populated a village with life-size dolls crafted in the likeness of former residents, uh, residents who passed. So they just make dolls of them. <laughs> I mean, this I, one in Spain, another in Spain. The last, last Wednesday in August, they, they can, people throw tomatoes at each other for fun in the in, during, in the town that's, square. That's the tomato. What is that called? Uh, tomatina. Yeah. But that's kind of like, I think I'd like to go to that until someone hits me with a tomato. The Italy is oranges, apparently. That's got to be awful. Three days up to Mardi Gras. You bruised from that? That's They try to hurt each other, apparently, yeah. Commission's Baltimore at 7.15. We all continue to take your strange traditions at BBMS 105.7 Fan on Twitter. But on the other side, tail of the tape, 2019 versus 2023 Baltimore Ravens, right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 